Hi, everybody, and welcome to Kevin Girl Podcast. This time, it's actually not going to be my episode. Christina, who's been a guest host on here a couple of times, actually started her own podcast called Getting Through Shit. I'll make sure to link this episode and her channel below. Um, What you guys are going to be hearing today is one of her first recordings that she had me be a part of. Um, So give it a listen and go show her page some love. Welcome to Getting Through Shit, the podcast with your host, Christina here. And today we have the girl that can run circles in any individual in music, politics, and history. She also has her own podcast, Kevin Girl, the podcast. And this is my best friend, Kevin. Oh my, thank you for that intro. Oh my God. God. It's here. We're here. So pretty much we're just going to start off like, what's new? Like, talk to me, catch up. About I don't know life. What did you just got back from California? I did just get back from California again, <laughs> again because we went to California, me and Christina, like two weeks ago for a Luke Bryan concert. Oh my God, we could talk about that. That was fun. I love that was fun. He's an amazing entertainer. He's a vibe. Awesome. I myself not a fan of the other fans, but. <laughs> It's Christina's podcast, and it's about <laughs> positivity, and I'm not going to bring that energy to the show, especially the first one. Listen. <laughs> especially. Listen. <laughs> well, this whole podcast is talking about how we got to get through shit. Yeah. Pretty much. So we can talk about- We got about, through the concert. We definitely got through the concert. We smelled a whole bunch of hot dogs on the way out. But we can talk <laughs> about how we had to navigate through there. So, Kevin, let's talk about this car right there and all of that. Oh. <laughs> See, I forgot about the car ride. The car ride's the whole- that's a whole nother part. So, we're driving to the concert venue, or what Ticketmaster had put as the concert <laughs> venue. And then, it's like this sketchy, like, like we're going on dirt roads, and mm. then, like, we come around this one, uh, like, interstate road. And then, the address, like, the maps is telling us to stop. And I was like, no, that's a trailer park. So, I kept going, because I was like, this is probably wrong. And Christina was like, no, that's it. <laughs> like, tur- it says turn here. So I bust a U-turn. I turn up in here. There's three women just like standing there. And I slow down because I think they're going to tell us something. Mm -hmm. But she didn't. But she waited till the last second. Once my car got a little bit in front of her to be like, stop, stop, something. Um, We got handed. I kid you not. Oh, well, first she was just, are you guys here for the concert? We were like, yeah. She's like, this isn't it. Um, She hands us a quarter sheet of paper <laughs> with handwritten directions on it. She was prepared, y'all. Yeah, because she was well like, tired of these people showing up to my trailer park. Yeah, this is her house, y'all. So, well, I have the picture of the directions because I'd be so, <laughs> showing everybody because I'm just so appalled. And I hope Lou Bryan does not, I hope he heard about the nonsense and does not play at this venue anymore. And mind you, we're in a completely different state, so we don't know what where we're going or, like, what it should look like. We know it's, like, an outdoor concert. It's supposed yeah. to have an amphitheater. But, like, so I guess we were, thought we were about to be up in the Speedway in their trip. Yeah. No, oh, correct. Concert directions. Left on out of the driveway. Le- this is to a concert that had 25,000 people for a legit mainstream artist, Luke Bryan. These, this is what we got. Quarter sheet of paper. Big-ass Sharpie letters. Mm-hmm. Handwriting. Handwriting. Left out of the driveway, left at stop sign, left at 215 North, exit on DeVore, and go left over the freeway to a, again, major 
beyond headlining American Idol judge. I don't know the, how much that made the credibility that adds to people because there's some judges on there. I don't think should have been judges anyway. Um, but Luke <laughs> Bryan's like he's not just like some underground artist no. who's fifty people. He's at, legit. At a show. And we learned, or at least I, I learned there. This was this was his final tour. Like this was his final concert in the tour. So I was like, oh. But it was good, you yeah, guys. Like he, he put was on. Great. Once he went, oh, oh. Dylan Scott. <laughs> shout out to him. Runaway Jr. Um, he June. opened and played his own for his own his entire own. show. He was not just an opener. He played a whole show because the concert got postponed because all these people are driving in LA traffic. Mm-hmm. From it was already hard enough to get to the first venue, but put them in LA traffic again. Get them to the other. The event was supposed to start at seven. It didn't start till ten. Like the opener didn't go out until ten. It was so good, though. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And then Dylan Scott, shout out to him. He did his whole show, pretty much. He was not an opener. And then Luke Bryan came out. I'm missing the names of the other girls, but they were good. Runaway June. Runaway June. Oh, Christina, good job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. I didn't have that. Um, but the show, amazing. Not a fan of the venue, the security, how any of that went down. And um, I wasn't, yep. So cool. Yep. Okay, so she's being real nice about this venue. When I tell you, Luke Bryan is, is country. I only went because there happened to be an extra ticket. And so I'm rushing myself to learn all these songs. And it was actually pretty fun. It was probably a really good experience. The week prior or two weeks prior, we went to go see Brett Young. That was a vibe. It was like in like. He's this, great. He was cool. But like Luke Bryan put on like a whole show, y'all. Like, he, even if you don't care about concert country go listen go to a luke bryan concert mm-hmm. that was a great experience but walking in and getting there we're walking through dirt there's no like specific parking spots and it's like a 10 minute walk through dirt just yeah dusty mm-hmm. real dusty and everybody ain't got their mask on it's just a problem y'all so we're walking through the dirt and then we have to stop to get into the venue so it's like two checkpoints that's some bullshit checkpoints there's this random one lady at the very bottom of the hill talking about let me see your um your vaccination records and the checkpoint was a single white folding table with two teenage looking girls and a hand right inside that said clear bags only and and i was like "Mm, we're gonna keep going i don't trust them to check my bags and like no turns out that was all just like a hustle at the end (laughs) you didn't even need your clear bags so there's this one lady at the bottom of the hill checking um, vaccination records, and someone Kevin was like, "Um, do we?" I was like, "Oh, we're gonna keep walking." Yeah, we had an old lady out of again twenty five thousand people. Mm-hmm. This random old ass lady who could really give two shits. This just like an usher, like a side job for her, yep. just because she old and bored at the house. Literally, <laughs> uh, she picks this random couple random. and asks them for their COVID, their va- their vaccination card. And then, like, I'm like, wait, it said, like, to get in here, we they would have this. But Christina was like, do not pull out your car and risk losing it for this Mm-mm. dumb shit. Not this dumb shit. Yeah. And so then, okay, so now we're at the front gate before we go into, into security. They're not really letting people in. I mean, they're slowly moving. But we're chilling. We're cold. We're already pissed off because it took us forever to get up in here. It looks like it's a hot mess trying to get up in here. And then these guys behind us want to start acting like a hot damn fool. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what were they doing? What was going on? So... I already knew going into this, we would be not the group of people who are usually at a concert for country. We are black, two black people, and we were the only two with masks on. We saw one other lady, but she wasn't in the 600 that we were all like around in our section. 
out of all those people, only two people with masks on. So then these two, it's these super tall, like, kind of husky, like, um, white guys. And they're behind us being obnoxious and stuff like that. And then they start yelling, like, fuck Biden and shit. And I yeah. was just like, why do they start yelling it as soon as we walk over here? They're in front of us, or, or sorry, we're in front of them, they're behind us. They're yelling, fuck Biden. So I, I didn't know if it had to do with because we were black or because we had masks on. Right. Because those two categories, those people did not fit. Right. Apparently, then, to them, they go hand in hand, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already getting annoyed. And then they're talking to this woman in the, there's like a barricade and there's the next line next to us. And the dude's, like, really loud. Like, it's just loud enough to where it's something you shouldn't be saying or, like, would whisper to your friends, but you say it loud enough so the people you want to hear can hear you. Mm. But, like, not everyone's going to hear you because right. everyone won't cuss you out. Because they try but, to be sly. Yeah, and he was trying, like, he wanted it loud enough so we could hear, so we could be pissed at it. But, and, like, poke at us because I was like, I'm not getting into it with three wh- white, big-ass dudes. In the state that we that are drunk. This is not even our area. Yeah, not our people. And then so he, lady next to us is talking to them. And then one of them's just like, I don't even know if that's a woman or they're women or something. And he's like, I'm looking at him because mm-hmm. I turned enough to look at them. And then he's sitting here saying that shit. And he's kind of just like smirking. And then, then I'm like, Kevin, no, <laughs> like this. Don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. So I, I just turned my ass back around. But then he starts talking again. So I just look back to the side again. And then because his buddy's like, bro. Uh, you, we have to throw that beer away. Uh, something about the trash. And then he was like, I, the garbage is right in front of me. It looks dead down. Like, I'm like staring, having a problem with this dude. These are all these microaggressions that yeah. people talk about. Yeah. This is kind of heavy, but it's real shit. Like, mm-hmm. we're over here driving somewhere. We're just trying mm-hmm. to have fun and have literally like my second country concert ever. And really mm-hmm. trying to dig deep into this. And this is what we have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. And people don't ever care about it because it's not in their face. Yeah. So then, and, like, I didn't think, again, I knew walking into it, we'd be a part of a minority of either mass or color. We real minor. (laughs) We minor, minor, minor. But you know what? At the end of the day, we had some chairs. Yeah, no, exactly. We had good chairs, We had good seats. We had really good seats. Um, Yeah. The guys next to me were really cool. They were dope. yeah, yeah. They were cool. Um, It was this couple next to Christina, and this guy, he was like, this is my third Luke Bryan concert. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. They were cool. Um, I felt bad I couldn't give him the same energy that he probably wanted from me because I didn't know all of those songs. I was like so close. Uh I was trying on the way there, Kevin. I was like, all right, play the one again. (laughs) I can get that one before Uh, this concert. No, you did good. And you did good for Brett Young. Like Matt, I told Matty, I said, Christina, like she doesn't listen to him like that. And she's just like, well, she knew more shit than everybody. And I was like, yeah, good for her. I studied all my songs. And that's the problem because like, I was only supposed to go to Luke Bryan, and then Brett Young's concert popped up, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, skip Luke Bryan, learning him. Mm-hmm. Had two weeks to learn him. Now I have a week, because uh, now I got like cram both with the last, the last two, three albums of Brett Young. Mm-hmm. It was good, though. They were both yeah. good. We have one more coming up. Yeah. Old Dominion. That one's cool. Yeah, watch out. Blake's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah, the venue was a mess. Again, I wasn't a fan of the fans, but Luke Bryan, if you ever get the opportunity to, to like, no matter what genre you listen to because there's been pretty of rap con- like I like rap but there's mm-hmm. been a, plenty of rap and hip hop concerts where I don't like I, I'm kind of over it like yeah. even though it's my genre I don't I'm over it like the entertainment isn't there he gave us a whole show yeah, and, and he, he gave was, us different people mm-hmm. to watch even in the middle of it yep a little bit of everything it was Drama. great drama 
beers if he was <laughs> yeah. close enough. Yeah. No, it was cool. Luke Bryan was an awesome show to see. Alrighty, guys. So I guess, <laughs> so um, I guess you guys, the topic of today for this podcast, on a different note, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about sex. <laughs> oh, okay. What about sex? Shout out to Salt and Pepper. Alrighty, guys. So pretty much, um, we've both watched Sex, Love, and Goop. How oh, do yeah. You- yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to talk about that. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you think that one was different from the first Goop Lab? Well, because Goop Lab focused on a bunch of different things and, like, just holistic healing and Mm -hmm. different types of avenues towards, like, betterment and self-love and mental health and stuff. But this was focused strictly on, like, sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think they're both... Shout out to Gwyneth Paltrow. Great. They're both great. And the Netflix... Both good shows. Uh, production of the show awesome se- great both are awesome series everyone should watch i think like the first goop lab on netflix is that what it's called goop lab the goop lab yeah goop lab? are you talking about the series or you're talking about that specific the, episode the specific um the show okay. like it was uh-huh. just like one documentary right no it was it was like a seven part like episode like each episode was something di- different they did the psychedelics yes. they did like the ice water therapy yep stuff. Yeah. when they was out there in the cold yeah Okay, so I think, like, one of the specific episodes that they they talked about uh, regarding, like, sex had to do with, like, self-pleasure. Yeah. And, like, by yourself. And I feel like this... The Pleasure is Ours is the episode. Oh, in case you want to go back to it on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. After you subscribe. (laughs) Was, I think that kind of difference from the Sex, Love, and Goop is because it was all about, like, couples and Mm -hmm. different, like, experiences and how, like... Sex versus intimacy mm-hmm. and being okay with your sexuality. And they had like a wide range of people in different demographics, mm-hmm. I thought. Even like they even had like an older couple there and the guy was like, I really want to get it on. Yeah. Like, so you know. He said, If I can start my day with a bang. <laughs> I, I remember so much. Yeah, and no that. one no one thinks about like old people having sex, but yeah, they do. Because how is the but is it <laughs> no? Ill? I know, but no, I'm just saying like that. I think that would be the initial thing because that's my initial. That used to be my initial thought. Not saying the Goop Lab changed that. I like um, it's developing thought over the years. But like, but shout out to Goop. Um. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Besides the point, I digress. Um. I, if you ask me, yeah, I don't imagine old people having sex. Like if you, my, my parents fucking, I would never think of that. I'd be like. And even when they were young, like if I picture my parents as young or my grandparents as young or that old couple right there as young, I, I still would be like, whoa, they're still two old people. Had you ever walked in on your parents? No. Okay. See, I walked in on my mama <laughs> a couple times, mm-hmm. but I, I so I know she has sex. Mm-hmm. I also don't think of her like as old, but like, I guess so. Cause mm-hmm. like this couple was like, what, like in their sixties? She was 62. He was 70. I think. And he was the or one 60, that wanted... Or no, he was in early six, or late 60s. And he was the one that was wanting to get it on. Yeah. He said he, like, two times a day. And he she could. And just like, you know, sometimes I just want to finish my show. She was like, I know this I is just, bad. And I was, like, so relatable. But it's so <laughs> yeah. true. But no, it's so true. Because sometimes, like, even just getting into the mood or, like, you don't ever want to think about it. But, like, I just want to go to sleep. And don't let me already have had my shower. I'm I'm knocked. Okay, so pretty much that's how we feel about old people. <laughs> No, okay. 
old people, good for them that they're getting it on. I just couldn't even imagine myself, like my old ass self, throwing it back. So what do if you... If I can be honest. I'm sorry. I know I sound so vulgar. You gotta be so, like, strong for that, you know? It's like, can't be real that tired, out of breath. Yeah. But what, <laughs> what would you say is, like, your biggest takeaway from that entire, like, series? What's um, something you... What's your biggest takeaway? And what is something that you were thought about being like, hmm, didn't think about that before? Um... What was that couple's name? The I, and now I'm so they work with Jaya. Um, Dare was it? I don't know the black guy and the black lady. Yes. Yes. Um, she was just like it was when they were doing like all the energy stuff and grounding that and stuff real. like that. And she was just like, and he had said something like, "I just witnessed her appreciating herself or loving herself, and that was beautiful." Because she doesn't do it. And she was just like, it all was hitting her. Because she was just saying how she may not feel like she's the... Or even the one um, couple who worked with the other... Man, I need their names. I know, right? I've watched the series twice through already. I need to rewatch it, but I was going to watch it. The redhead and her girl... And her fiancé, they were engaged, right? Oh, they were like the first... They were like the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, Um, they were cute. Yeah, and so... And then, like, just looking at themselves and uh, how she needed to cover up. And the she mirror. Was, like, I feel so the mirror much, exercise. The mirror exercise, yeah. But, like, she was just like, do you want to put your clothes back on? Like, I feel like that's a big thing for you that's oh. throwing you off. And then she was just like, I don't know why, but that really did just help. And just, like, seeing, like, the confident, like, and I'm looking at her and I'm just like, oh, my God. She's so confident. Yeah, like, when I first saw, okay, so pretty much they had an, um, an activity where it was, like, the couple was sitting on a bed and they were just supposed to, like, do, what were they, were they taking photos of each other? Or they were just, like, complimenting or just kind of grazing over each other, doing different what positions. Couple? Okay, so there was a couple that was in the bed. They were together, the girls they're like oh yeah she was she was just like go to what's natural and she's like put your leg on her like this yeah so like they were kind of doing things they're like okay if if you feel like you want to take your clothes off you're more than welcome to or like even like a single part article Mm -hmm. the one girl was like in her bra and her undies Mm -hmm. and the other girl had like like, she's so brave but they're both so brave so brave especially on camera camera? yep and i was thinking all the couples to do any other shit on camera but like yeah for like Seeing how the world treats women in their bodies and how ostracized they are and how under a microscope they are and stuff like that, I was like, I I don't think I could ever right now. I'm not there. I was just no, like, but she seemed she was awesome. so confident. It seemed like in the beginning she was so confident, and I was like, hey, you go, girl. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like love this, and I really love that for her. Yeah. But you can also see that like further they were getting around, like along where they talking she about was like losing or like it was coming like it was coming more to the surface. Yeah. Like. Because no, I still think super confident. She's confident enough and brave to do that. But I think that's where I related like the most. Because it's just like you put on this front and like, yep. I got this shit. I yeah. look good, blah, blah, blah. But then it's just like as time goes on or you're more comfortable with people or you're closer with this friend so you can talk to them about it. It slowly like melts and disintegrates and you see that. Yeah, someone who's so confident has all these things Layers. going on in their head and stuff like that. And she doesn't see herself right now as beautiful. Where at the jump, you would have had the assumption because she's just like, oh, here I am. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I, I think that aspect of it, just like the body kind of dysmorphia and stuff, I resonated with a lot. And I just like, I appreciated the way they went about it. Yeah. A lot of shows go addressing certain and especially like heavier taboo topics. They kind of do it the wrong way. But I think 
throughout the whole production, it was all like it was always out as it should have been. It was all about consent throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing. Mm-hmm. No, it was all like, well, if you don't want to do this, okay, just tell me no. Mm-hmm. You say no, we stop. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of trust, and like you're there with a family, a camera crew around yeah. you. You're there with a whole bunch of people that you don't know besides your partner, and you're just trying to be intimate and vulnerable with your partner, but you have to be intimate and vulnerable with all these people around you. Yeah. And, like, all these lights. It's, it's weird, but I love that they were able to, like, break down all the couples and to open up yeah. and show us, like, actually, like, hey, like, we're just a couple just like how you are at home, and we have our same issues that most people do because people don't talk about sex. Like, it's out there. Yeah. Um, something I would probably say, like, more like a, hmm, thing that I never thought would be discussed in this was like the family consultation therapy. Oh, that I was just like, wait, I feel like this, sh- this should be like in the regular goop lab thing. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, I mean, it goes into who they are as people. And it's yep. like, I'm marrying you. So I'm marrying all the, this is what made all this shit. And all these people made you, you, and I'm yeah. marrying that. Yeah. So pretty much if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Again, another plus. Sex, love and goop. So pretty much like this couple, they both have like traumatic past or not even traumatic, but like they both kind of mess relationships up and now they found each other and they don't want to mess that up. So they're like, well, how do we fix this? How do we make sure that we're taking care of ourselves? Yeah. So it doesn't, so we don't do what we hurt other people with to our relationship. Mm -hmm. We want to protect it. So Goop set them up with like a family consultation therapy situation which I had never heard about. Me neither. So pretty much you have like this therapist and she's like your guide. And then you have about 10 other people that you don't know. They don't know you. They don't know your story. And there's random people from, pretty much from, like, the side of the world. Mm-hmm. And your therapist tells you, to, hey, go pick somebody as your mom, like, as a mom figure. It doesn't have to be somebody that looks like your mom mm-hmm. or even be the same gender as your mom. It's just about a feeling. What, yeah. what do you get from them? And then it goes so on and so on. So from the mom to the grandparents to the great-grandparents and these people don't know you, right? They act as like a vessel. So you're putting all your feelings and all your associations of like the person the therapist told you to go make them. Mm-hmm. They're the vessel and you're just like putting the spirit, that person yeah. in them. And they just act out that person. And it's so crazy because they're only feeling what you feel. So going back to what Kevin was talking about, the energies and all of that. <laughs> Sorry. You pretty much the person will hold on to the person's back or just touch them give them all that they're feeling, and then it kind of just plays out. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy how real realistic it is. Because yeah. they're like, no, like that's it makes so much more sense. That's my mom. Yeah. Now I get it. That was her mom to her. Only the therapist and the client know the people. Not, none of the actor or vessels. Actors, whatever. <laughs> these vessels. Um, these boats. Um, they uh, don't know who they're being selected to be or the backstory or anything about this client. So that I think that just like is to allow for to the, to make it credible um, that they don't know who anything. Yeah, it was cool. I've never heard of it. I thought I was like, this is cool. This, this is, cool. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. No sex love and. So I guess if we're talking so on topic about sex. Like, what do you think is the difference between, for you, like, sex versus, like, intimacy? And do you think that they go hand in hand? Do you think you can have one without the other? I think you can have, um, I definitely think you can have intimacy without sex. Well, first, define, 
define your your things. Like to me, sex is like penetration, and pretty much that's pretty yeah. much what the the definition on Google was talking oh, okay, about. Yeah. When I googled sex, it was pretty like broad, like basic. It was yeah. just like intercourse, yeah. and I, I was like, that's pretty much. Don't people know that? But I guess you can't always assume yeah. that. And, uh, intimacy was pretty much saying like the close familiarity, close familiarity or friendship or closeness mm-hmm. was like a big word that they were talking about within intimacy. Yeah. So I guess that's how like you feel around somebody, mm-hmm. and kind of like what Kevin was talking about, how you were talking about how like you get with certain friends and like your vulnerability opens more and more up because mm-hmm. I feel like you can have intimacy even in like friendships. Yeah, it's just like a connection and a mm-hmm. and a dynamic and. Um, Intimacy, so I guess intimacy is everything that is not penetration. Because I feel like foreplay is yeah. kind of like intimacy. So you're showing somebody that and having some humility. And like, I don't know, there's all different kinds of intimacy. Just, just sitting here talking and like, or just stroking somebody or, you know. Someone's arm. Yeah, yeah. Just letting them know that you're there. There's a connection. Any, a, a connection. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like even just being okay. Like you can have a blindfold on and not even like. Okay, so for instance, you have a blindfold on, you don't see what's going on around you, but if, like your partner comes up next to you, like there's just like an energy, like mm-hmm. you know that they're there, you feel comfortable with them being around you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they, do you think that you need intimacy for sex? No, because if we're just going off the, I mean, I might, like I think a good audience, a good like number would think you need intimacy with intimacy with sex because we tie so much to sex because it's you're letting someone enter your body your temple your like so you need some type of connection or trust with that person so i would say yes you need intimacy with sex you can't or you need yeah right did i say that right but i think you don't have to have intimacy to have sex that's probably like a lot of the one night stands that happen (laughs) there you go but then maybe it well, passion, I feel like, is a connection. Because I was like, yeah. yeah, it's just out of fun and passion and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, there, that, that could st- is that a form of intimacy? So but I guess foreplay can start, in, like, in the bar or in the club yeah. or somewhere. Yeah. Grazing somebody, kissing yeah. up on somebody. you're doing something in public and mm-hmm. feel like you run the risk of getting caught and stuff. You're bad. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think, I think sure, they can coexist. But I, I would definitely 100% say, and what was the first question? What is... Can you have without each other? Whatever. Yeah, anyway. do you think that they go hand in hand? Was the question. I think they should go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But can they be... Can I think sex can be separate. Intimacy, I think it loops in everywhere. Do you think that you have to have intimacy in, like, in a relationship to keep it healthy? I mean, I'd hope there's some sort of intimacy. Because I just... I can imagine not having that... Yeah, I don't, like what? A, like if all your shit is sex. I mean, if you guys have agreed on that, good for y'all. But I feel like okay, your relationship isn't like when we say relationship. Our first, our connotation is a person and a person and an exclusive like partnership. But maybe, but if you're just having sex with this person, your relationship to them is just like this is the person that I fuck. Like mm-hmm. but, they're just good for that. Yeah, it's not you guys are in a relationship your relationship to each other. <laughs> so how do you think that works when people go about like friends with benefits? Um, I don't. Do you think that people can actually do that? 
without catching feelings? Shout out to you if you can. Um, but no, I I think there's always going to be someone who develops feelings or there's some sort of feeling there. There's some change from when you with when you came with your initial or original intent. There's something little change is can be a problem. The intent of just having sex without a relationship. Yeah, or catching or catching feelings. <laughs> Kevin, you you and your vulnerability with feelings and titles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so no, you don't think that friendship with benefits can actually happen? Do you think that if someone catches feelings, mm-hmm. do you think that they, sh- they should tell their friend? Or do you think that they should just play it off? See, okay. I would, if I were in that situation, um, I wouldn't tell homeboy. I'd be like, I just played up until he admits he likes me. I'm not giving no one that power. And I'm not giving anybody the power of rejection. <laughs> so, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> you go. I don't know. Would I tell, would I tell somebody if I was being? Mm. I would not. Final answer. <laughs> Kevin's for now. Because uh-huh. of the control thing. You don't want to give them your power. Yeah, no. And I'm... I'm so what, you would just like exit the relationship or exit the friendship yeah, benefits? Yeah, I'd just be like, boop, boop, You going to sit there and ghost yourself? <laughs> Do you hear me getting a boop, boop, boop? Yep, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I need the audience to get to the effect. I'm just, the effect. I'm going, I'm just going to, you know. She's slowly backing just, up. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hazarding. I'm hazarding. <laughs> You guys will get those stories uh, later. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I would not tell nobody. I'm only telling someone I like them if they tell me they like me. And that's barely. Like, she don't even really want to do that. Final thing. Wait, are you telling somebody? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'd probably be like, you know, this is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take a me time. Okay. I would, like, I probably wouldn't tell them that I had feelings for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if I caught feelings, right? Wouldn't you want that to be something more? You'd want it to, but you don't know if you like if they like you back. Oh, okay. Then different story. I'd probably be like, "You like me? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go take some me time. <laughs> I'm gonna go exit up out of this. Mm-hmm. I would. I would tell somebody. Okay. You would say, "I liked you. Goodbye." I would say, I like you. Do you like me? <laughs> and if they said... So you tell somebody. Yeah. Okay. And if they said, no, nah, I don't really like you like that. I'd be like, that's great. I'm going to go take some me time. <laughs> I got to go somewhere else, okay? okay. I got to go take Please a break. Out. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for the time. That's awesome. Gracious. Leave graciously. Yeah. I would just leave. You'll be... <laughs> Kevin over here ghosting folks. No, I'll just... I, I slowly distance myself. It's not like you'll hear from me one day, I disappear the next, and you're never going to hear from me. It's the, um, I'm just going to slowly, like, draw back. Side note, my coworker told me a story that about how he was messing around with this girl. They were going out on dates, and it was, like, the day before Halloween, like, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And they went bowling or something like that. And then the next day was Halloween, and they were supposed to hang out. And then she just ghosted him. And, like, just didn't respond. What a jerk. And so then he got this other girl to cover his shift. 
And he went up to <laughs> he went up to her house. Okay, no, I don't I don't condone that though either. He went up to the girl's house and I said, Oh my god. I said, Did she answer? He said, No, her roommate did. And I go, hmm. He said, But I think she was home though. <laughs> I, go, I go, Well, what did you do? If she just like I said, so what do you mean ghosted you? He said, we hung out the day before, and it was Halloween, so we were supposed to have plans, and she just stopped answering. That means she don't want to go with you. And so I said, well, what did you do? And he said, um, I don't know. I did everything right. I go, did you pay for her? He goes, yeah, of course. I go, did you open her door? He said, um, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't it. think so. I said, "Well, then there's your closure." He said, "Thank you for giving me closure." <laughs> it's been two years. Uh, two years. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Y'all need to be some gentlemen, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a little spoiled in that sense. Uh-huh. Not touching the door. <laughs> He's like, "Yes." Um. What a guy. Uh. Yeah. Wait. Can friends with benefits be without sex? What is benefits? What are the benefits oh. of friends with benefits? Okay, so in this terminal, in this definition, it was like friends with benefits was being two friends that fuck. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the what basic. people go to at first, yeah. But if you, some people don't do that, friends with benefits could be something completely different. It could mm-hmm. even be like, could you be my person I call when I'm sad and like have benefits like that? Or hey, can we just sit here and lay together? Mm-hmm. We don't have to have we don't have to have sex. Yeah. But can you be my cuddle buddy mm-hmm. and just be here to give me intimacy? Professional cuddling. But Professional you gotta pay cuddling. For that shit. I don't know if that's a friend if you gotta pay for it. I love that you knew where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but okay, yeah, I think I think if I hear the term friends with benefits, I automatically think like, oh, the person you have sex with. But like going forward, you can have friends with benefits without sex being a benefit. Alrighty, guys. Um. Um. Okay. <laughs> I just I just wanted to know. I want to clarify. No, it's okay. Okay, so. What do you call a sick eagle? A, a seagull. No, illegal. Mm. <laughs> illegal. Ill eagle. Ill eagle. He's ill. He's sick. Ill eagle. Wait, hold on, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Great audience. Dad dad joke of the day. Alrighty, guys. Well, it looks like we're coming to a close. Thank you all, guys, for listening. Thank you, Kevin, for coming on the podcast and stopping in with us today. Yes, thank you. Alrighty, guys. Come back and listen for the next episode. This was Getting Through Shit, the podcast with your girl, Christina. And we out. Thank you.